Welcome to Amplify and Align. I am Michalina. And I'm Stacey. Why are we here? To break the rules, to share our wisdom and to disrupt an industry. We work with coaches, healers and leaders who are ready to turn their mission into a business that creates impact and freedom. Together, we bring over 20 years of experience to this space. I am the Amplify with proven systems and strategies to help you get your message out to the right audience. And I am the Align with processes and practices to help you through the inner shifts that become your external breakthroughs. We always joke that together we make the perfect coach. Which isn't surprising as we are sisters. So what can you expect from our podcast? The truth about the transformations needed to create your success. Soul-led strategies you can implement. And a sprinkle of astrology and spiritual strategy. And we're going to be pretty honest. We will be breaking down a lot of the truths and busting myths about the coaching industry. We want to invite you into the conversation with us. Are you ready to align your energies and amplify your success? Let's go. All right, guys. We're back. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) No, that's fine. Start again. Just you normally, you normally ask me to start. So I'm all all launched in, ready to go. This is the intro. Hey, guys. We're not... We're not stopping and starting. This is just us naturally being sisters talking over one another like we normally do. <laughs> I've got my mouth open, gaping at her, going, what, you're going to use this right now? No, we're not doing Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, people don't <laughs> give a shit about, like, I mean, we've talked about sharing bloopers and stuff before, which I'm now saving because normally we just get rid of them as we're talking and editing. You get rid of so, them. Yeah. You um, get rid so of them. We're saving all of those now. Anyway. Um, here we are. We are back together again to talk to you guys about business and spirituality and alignment and, and empowerment and money. Yay. Money, and all money, of those sorts of things. Money is a massive focus. And like over the last week, I have really noticed that there has been so much conversation about lack of money and needing money and all that stuff. And if you follow me on socials, you probably would have seen me talking about that. Um, but we just were prattling along as we do as sisters and we started talking about a few things that, you know, are, are popping up and, and things that we're channeling with in our community right now. And it's just something that we felt really strongly to talk to you guys about today. Yes. Money is a bit of a, a strong subject for me. I love talking about money. It's something I'm highly driven by. I'm just going to share it. I'm not afraid of saying that I've, offered courses on it. I am soon going to offer another short program on it. I could talk about money all day and all the energy surrounding it. And there's a lot of, I'm just going to say fear and mistrust in the world right now with all the global stuff and so much conversation and focus on the lack and what's coming and prices rising. And I'm seeing that having an effect on a lot of the humans out there and that includes humans in business who are looking into this dire future going, no one's going to buy my programs. Where am I going to get the money from? And I, I see this as related to what we're about to talk about. Mm. So my first question is, how are you feeling about the money flowing into your life right now? Because this is significant as you move forward in your business. Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, yeah, I asked a question 
in uh, a piece of content recently that I asked a similar question. I said, are you worried about the, you know, your lack of money in the recession and things getting more expensive or are you concerned about your lack of skill and ability to create more money? And I think there's a huge difference between there being a lack of money or your fear of not being able to generate and create more money in your life. Absolutely. And one affects the other. So if you're worried about not being able to generate the money, that constricts your ability to go out there and create it. And once you're out there and you're struggling to create it, then that is going to affect the actual flow of money into your life. And this is that push-pull that we can enter into not just in business, but in life. And this is the push-pull that can happen as we're stepping forward and we're looking at whether we should be investing our business and then letting our focus settle on, well, I haven't got enough money to do all the things I want to do. It's one big bed of constriction. And until we pull the covers off and really get out of that bed and change the way we're thinking about it, what we're doing, how we're investing, we can get really, really stuck in that. And I also don't want you to get out of the wrong side of the bed. So that's why we're here today. I don't know where the bed analogy came from. It just popped into my mind. It's there. I've never used that before, but it seems to work right now. Yeah. And I also want to say, like, it's it's shit when you're in a shitty situation with your money and your finances and you're in a bad spot. Sometimes it can be quite triggering to hear that... <laughs> It's so easy to fix your mindset and get over this stuff and fix this and change I didn't your language. Say that and I don't oh, no, say no, that. no, I'm like I'm saying from my perspective, like that's how like it can feel crappy to have people tell you that when you yourself are just in a bad spot. And I know that. And sometimes oh, when I'm annoying. trying to educate people, I talked about like money's been a huge subject lately. So I was talking this week about um, like being that needy girlfriend, how, you know, how when you're like a really needy girlfriend and you're trying to like, it, you get worried about, oh, is he into me or not? So I'm going to like project more like into it and you become really needy. Or when you're on a sales call with and someone, then you, you can start tell, looking. yeah, they, they're on a sales call and they start becoming really needy. And so you're just like, what the fuck? Like, obviously they need the sale. I can feel that neediness. And when you're in a relationship or on that sales call, the person who is receiving that neediness puts up a barrier and starts repelling it and so but also the person who's needy starts seeing all of the problems around them so not only are you feeling needy about it yes it's more the energy i'm talking about here that repelling energy when you're needy the person or thing that's receiving that it puts up that barrier and repels that and it's the same with money so i tried to just talk about that and i didn't have any negative replies or anything, but I just want to put that out into the world that I'm not saying it from my high horse of like, I have lots of money, so you should just get over this and and, and stop being needy about money. Cause I've been there and I have the realities. I've like struggled with finances and like, I, you know, we've all been there. Um, so I'm not talking from a high place. I'm just saying like, there are some shifts that can happen to help you along. And we're not just sitting here on our millions going, ha ha ha, you know, you just need to save more money. <laughs> No, well, something that you can know about Stace and I is that we grew up on welfare. We grew up with very little money. We grew up in stages where we couldn't afford to put the heater on in winter. So we're not here, definitely not here talking from a place of not having lived that as a reality. But 
I also know at least, I don't want to speak for Stace here, that focusing on that and making that your, rea- your reality and creating a story about how that is, is can be, can be what gets you really jammed in that place. Now, I despise conversations around mindset. I think that is touted as a fix-all and it can actually get us more wound up and more stuck. So I'm not going to go and speak about your mindset, trying to fix your mindset because mindset is just an outcome. It's not the source of our struggle or our success. But this is where we have to really go inwards and do that inner work so we can release ourselves from this story and we can rewire, recalibrate ourselves to that change, reorient ourselves to that path where we can start freeing ourselves from the things that are holding us back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, I know I talk, I'm not a money mindset person, but I do want to help shift the, the language that people use around finances and all of that sort of stuff. Like, you know, it, it irritates me when I see people constantly posting on Facebook about their money problems and life is shit. And they're just sitting in this vortex of constant crap because that's all they're thinking about. And so they're just like, it just keeps happening because they're not shifting their perspective or trying to actually get out of it. Um, but the one thing that came and like really tapped down into this conversation that we're having prior to hitting a record was that there are so many amazing women in our community who haven't vocally said this out loud, but it's something that we've just tuned into of this energy of they want to invest in their business. They want to have a coach. They want to have someone who does strategy or they want to look at, you know, what you do, Em. But there are people sitting there who want to invest, but they're not financially in a position to be ready to invest. So they're just kind of plodding along with their business, taking really small steps, which there's nothing wrong with doing that. But in some maybe unconscious way, they're not putting 100% into their business because they think, if I can just get to this point, then I can invest in someone to help me really be successful. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. Mm. And there's a lot that we can speak into around this. But I guess what's the first question coming to mind for me is asking yourself the question, why do you want to invest? Why do you think that you need to invest? Really understanding what that is. Because I see a lot of people walking towards courses and programs, ready to throw money at them, even when they have money and they couldn't really describe why they want it. Or the only answer that someone can give is that they they don't necessarily say this out loud, but from their language, it's like they're throwing money at something, trying to fix a problem rather than move towards something greater. So that's the first question that comes to mind is mm-hmm. getting really intimate with why you want to invest and why you think you need to invest, why you really desire to invest. This is going to prevent you throwing those that money at those problems and then getting yourself nowhere because that can happen over and over and over again. And I've been there too. I've thrown tens of thousands of dollars at things thinking this is going to be the solution and it actually wasn't what I needed. I ended up more stuck with some of them. So knowing why you're investing, 
and getting and being really confident that that is going to support you in the movement forward. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked before on a previous episode about um, a similar subject where we talked about ego investing versus soul calling. And um, that'll be on a previous episode. I can drop that in the notes so you can catch up on that if you want to listen to that. But a lot of people are investing from a point of ego, which is just not healthy in business. But more so, it's. I think it's just that that desire to really have that impact and that legacy created, which we talk so strongly about. And, you know, are people ready to invest in that next level version of themselves? Um, Yeah, it's an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah, well, my answer to this, my response to this, my perception of this is that, women who are really wanting to make, well, say humans, who are really wanting to make big change in their business tend to go towards the things that will take their work outwards into the world, the marketing, the messaging, the programs that will help turn their skills into six-figure incomes and this, um, what are they called, sequences, the funnels, funnels, that's the word. They go and spend money on the things over there. and. We haven't really got our our inner work sorted out yet. We can't really describe who we are, what we're doing. We haven't got that alignment to the thing. So if you're throwing money externally from fear, then you're going to keep spiraling around yourself, wondering why you're not getting going forward. And then on the other end of that spectrum, so people are constantly throwing money on the spiritual development and the evolution, the things that aren't really bringing them to earth to align them for success in business. So it's finding that center point of what's going to help you create that inner alignment so you can move out and amplify your effect in the world. So being clear, again, coming back to that concept Mm -hmm. of being clear on why you're choosing something is really, really important. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So shifting everyone's perception around investing in their business is, you know, something we can't tackle in an episode like this and we would love to. <laughs> it's such an individual thing. And, you know, I've, I've spoken to a few clients recently who acknowledge that they don't feel worthy of even having people pay them for their knowledge. Like they're so passionate to get their stuff out there, but really deep down, they're like, but who would really want to pay me for this? Or who's going to listen to me? Um, And I even had a client who she was fearful of earning money or too much money in her business because then she had to pay tax on that money, which is wild to me. Like the more tax I pay, I celebrate. (laughs) Like it's, it's a great thing uh, because it means that you're making a shitload of money. Um, so everyone is going to have a different like um, response to the money that flows in and out of their business, right? Like everyone's got some sort of childhood memory of how money was spoken about or, you know, projected onto them from their parents or their grandparents. And, you know, if we were raised that, you know, uh, get, you know, getting personal here, um, that one of our family members did go to uni and got a fantastic job, made shitloads of money. And for some reason, we were always 
like, I don't know how you feel about this, and we probably haven't talked about this much just one-on-one, is like that was such a bad thing. They earned money and it was so negative because we didn't have money and how dare they and, like, we had nothing in common with them. They were the nicest freaking people ever and, like, they were awesome and it was they were part of our family and I don't understand why there was that segregation anyway. Um, but then there was the other side of it where we were taught that – uh, you know, you had to work really, really hard for money. Money's not easy to come by. You need to scrounge every dollar and save everything that you can. Um, mm-hmm. And we were also taught growing up. And then you were we going to lose it anyway. Yeah, we. Yeah, we then you were going to lose it anyway. So you can work hard, but don't don't be confident. You're going to hold can't. on to that because life's just going to go to shit regardless. Yeah, and we were That's also we were taught. Yeah, mm-hmm. that we weren't worthy of nice things or new things and like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I'm not saying that the situation we're in was like anyone's fault or anything like that, but um, like, it's just how you, you get right. And everyone probably has a similar story of something that's happened in their childhood around this subject. And there's a lot of unpacking and a lot of unlearning to do because I don't feel now that I need to work hard for money to flow to me. No, that's it's a different certainly thing. something that can shift. Mm. Yes, and uh, that doesn't mean you don't do anything. And oh God, don't! No, I work. Sorry, I do, it doesn't I do work that way. Invest my soul into my business. I'm not saying, but mm-hmm. in the traditional sense of of working hard for the money, um, yeah, definitely. Oh yes, that. and this is where, yeah, I love to have conversations around increasing the effect of your action because a lot of us raised on that idea that we do need to work hard and that it doesn't stay. Even if you create the money, it doesn't stay and that your life could actually be worse off. If you have money, you're going to be miserable. Because look at all those people over there with all that power and look how miserable they are, even if they're not. It's our judgment, our families, our generation's judgment of people who have money. But uh, we all have a relationship with money. And I'm sorry, I will not accept that. If you're objecting inside right now and you're going, no, I don't need money, I don't have a relationship with money, absolutely you do. If you have a bank account and money goes into it, money goes out of it, and you use money to pay for anything in life, you have a relationship with money. So part (laughs) of this journey is coming to understand or recognising, going on a journey with discovering what your relationship with money is like. And then all the threads coming off that, like what prejudices were passed on to you as you grew mm-hmm. up? Did, did money have a purpose in your life? And what purpose was that? Like how were people with money treated in your family, in your social groups? This is where it gets really exciting because we start to unpack so much and we start to see where that repellent energy is coming from within us. Mm. It's interesting um, when you were talking about you know, you say, oh, I don't have a relationship with money and blah, blah, blah. I don't know why, but the the whole sovereign (laughs) citizen thing came to mind. I don't know. We haven't spoken about that, but um, that's a really interesting subject that is all over media right now. Um, And Well, I've got a lot to say about that and I'm not going to get into that today. um, (laughs) Oh, my God. I actually really do want to know your opinions (laughs) on this Um, because I just think there are a whole bunch of twats and I'm just like, you're a fucking idiot because you're still using the currency of this country to pay for things. Then you're threatening to sue the police uh, 
with the laws of the country that you reside in that you are now saying that you're a sovereign citizen. Oh, God, I have so much funny stuff to say. But I feel like what you're saying about We're getting political here. Same. We're getting onto dangerous ground. This is the politics. And, yeah, yeah it's, nah, it's just where we it just, are going yeah. to. Yeah. No, they're just a whole bunch of idiots, <laughs> to be honest. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's just my opinion. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm, like I'm not saying I'm right. It's just my opinion and I'm proud to be educated otherwise if there is someone who wants to change my mind because I'm very open-minded. As I but. said, this this dark, sinister witch Scorpio right here is not getting into that today. No, no, that's fine. We'll talk about that privately (laughs) and get heated about it. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, like you say, like I don't have a – and there's so many people, even with other obstacles that are in front of them in business, so many people don't see them. And so this could be something that even if you make money and even if you're quite, you know, happy with how things are going there still could be something there that's holding you back from that next level thing and I'm not immune to it either absolutely I'm I'm doing a program right now with this amazing creator um, to try and rewire some of the framework that now I'm coming up against in this next level version of myself and there's so much resistance in doing the work that I'm realizing like I really need to do this as much as I'm resisting and it's boring the shit out of me sitting there and listening to things and meditations because that's not my jam. But I'm like, I just have to try and immerse myself to do this. Um, I, I'm fully aware that this next level, it's, yeah, I'm a bit stuck there. Oh, I'm calling Stacey on her BS all the time around money. I think I even did it yesterday. Was it yesterday or the day before? I can't remember. But uh, uh, this this is a hard thing for us individually because what we grew up with, what was in our social circles is normal to us. So we don't find it easy to look outside of us and go, oh, I could think differently because if we can't even see it, if we just, if we have accepted that, if that has been ingrained in us from the moment we started understanding our, the, the messaging around money, which is not, we're not even going to say it's a problem. So this is where we need to look outside of us to go and find the ways that we can shift that. We look outside of us to even go, oh, hang on. So how I feel isn't isn't the way I have to feel. And a lot of mm. spiritual people will say, you don't look outside for the answers, but I call it BS on that as well. I'm trying not to swear. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, We're we have to explicit look outside of us. anyway. <laughs> I know, good. but I still don't like to do it I still don't like to do it if I can help it like I don't yeah I like saying fuck I just did it anyway but yeah um, I try not to, I try not to do it uh, in public like yeah this, this is not the podcast it, to listen while you're driving your kids to and from school just yeah <laughs> no no but this is what I absolutely do believe that if we're going to have any level of change in our life, we do need to look externally because looking inside and only inside, we're just looking at what we are and what we have and we're just looking on our own patterns going, oh, this Mm. is the way life is. And that's not true. We need to go and look at people who are earning money in a way that aligns with our values. I'm not saying you have to go out there and put yourself in front of a millionaire who you despise. This is about walking towards those beautiful humans who you really resonate with and go, oh, so... I can think and feel differently mm. about this yeah. and you learn it, from them. Yeah, as something similar that we've talked about privately before is these freaking personality tests like the Myers-Briggs ones and even the Gallup Strength Test, as amazing as that is, 
if you're answering the questions of who you perceive you are, not really what the true answers are, those are absolutely useless. Oh, I've got a funny story around this. So the first time I ever did the Myers-Briggs, I think it was a Myers-Briggs, I came up with my, with, um, my answer was as an entertainer and it came up with how extroverted I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. And, no, no. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was really funny. And then coming closer into myself, I did it a few years later and entertainer was towards the bottom of the list. But we can answer these questions based on who we think we want to be mm. and that's where we can get really fucked up. I'm just going to say fuck now. This is where we can get really, really fucked up in our direction. This is where astrology comes in and shatters what you think you know about yourself and go, hello, look this way because this is where the truth is. Um, but I think the question is being honest with yourself. Do you want more money? Honestly, honestly, truthfully, do you want more money? And what comes up for you? If you're suddenly really uncomfortable to say yes, then there's work to be done. <laughs> come and do my come and do my money yeah. mastery experience See, because that's that's going to support you. There is some stuff that, like I personally, and this is again just getting naked with Stace and just sharing everything. Like I really personally struggle with the concept that is pushed with coaches to inspire people to work with you. You have to share how much money you're earning. And I don't have currently, I don't do any evergreen courses or ev any programs like that. Like everything I do is so high touch and I work one-on-one -on -one with all of my clients and I have different contracts and all of that sort of stuff that I do. So for me to go out there and say, I'm earning this much money, like I have this, this issue where I feel like that's horrible to say if my clients read that and see that I'm boasting because I'm making so much money from working for them. And I know that yeah, that doesn't fit me either. Perception. Um, and they're probably not going to give a shit, but I just don't feel at this stage comfortable. If I had a whole bunch of evergreens where I was doing, you know, more programs, even group coaching programs, I wouldn't really mind as much, but the one-on-one -on -one work that I do, it's so unique and, and personalized that I just don't feel comfortable saying, oh, you know, I've earned, you know, $25,000 this month from this many clients and web design clients and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't think you need to. It really depends. It really depends on what your clients are coming to you for. I know that those of you out there who are going to walk towards me and work with me, it's not because at at uh, one point in my first business, I was earning 80 something K a month and I've had millions of dollars of coming into my life over a number of years. You're probably not going to work with me for that. I mean, me mentioning it might show you what's possible and might inspire you and think, wow, if she can do it, I can too. But I don't think people are walking towards you just because mm. you make yeah. 100, figure, 100 figures. That would be <laughs> nice, six figures a year or double six figures. Or And that's where I feel uncomfortable about sharing how much I earned because – it's not a, that's not what my business is actually about. Well, I, whereas mine is because I teach people how to fucking make money and make good money. Not really I, though. You teach people how to amplify their effect. It's not like you're saying, I'm going to go out there and help you make six figures. Well, exactly. I'm help that's you. why I'm, yeah, like I'm a bit different because it's not, and that's why my, my signature program is called Impact Driven Income because it's not about the actual income. It's about the transformations, not the transactions. Um, and so for me, I just, 
just feel like I've got to live and breathe that. I don't give a shit about the money, like to boast about it. I just am so inspired by the results that my clients are getting. And that's what I love sharing. And yeah, I'm having success, but I don't need to share it. In our field, money is the end result. And if you are in business, coaching, if you're working with mission-driven women, entrepreneurs, ultimately, even though our sacred work isn't actually in money, ultimately we're helping people make money, create a successful business and make money. And the question is, if you're objecting to that, whether fiercely and wanting to throw uh, an objection to that outwards or you're feeling that crunch inside, like, no, no, that's not me. I would ask, why are you even running a business? The whole point of running a business is to make an impact. You can make an impact without running a business. You can go Mm. out there and donate your time and your services. It's absolutely not necessary to make any uh, some level of impact in the world without a business. So let's just put it out there. If you are running a business, you are doing it to make money. How much money depends on your vision. But if you're running a business, you will need to financially invest in that business to move yourself towards the money. And the more money you have, the bigger impact you can make. So I have seen this comment a number of times. Like, oh, I don't, I'm not here to to make money. I would give the shirt off my own back. I just need to give it all away. And the response that I have, and I don't necessarily say this, but great, you give the shirt off your back. Then what? You've got nothing else. Whereas... If you created a business, an abundant business, and made a thousand shirts, you would have a thousand more times the impact than if you just gave the shirt off your back. So think about Mm -hmm. that. That's powerful. We are in business to make money. We are in business to make money, and you will need to invest in that business. So this leads me into my next thing that I want to talk about here, and that is this. (laughs) Uh, We've talked about it before, but it's it's, it's good to bring it back up again, that you talked about it's a business you need to invest in that business. You know, people have this perception that they can just grow a business from nothing and have all this success. And that's like, you know, I don't want to be seen as the coach that's telling you you have to invest in coaching to have a business. I'm not saying that at all, but there is that level of investment that needs to to be made. I think you do. Yeah. Um, Whatever form that comes in. Yes. It doesn't necessarily in single one-on-one coaching, but you will need coaching at some point. Yeah. And look. We only know what we know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly right. So, you know, for those that are, you know, being told that they have to invest in coaching, we have a bit of a different standpoint with this because there are so many coaches out there in the world on social media that, and we've even spoken to people who have had these experiences on sales calls where they felt so pushed to make an investment even though they couldn't physically have the money, it's just not physically possible. They were told, well, you can't be serious about your business and, you know, you need oh, to find I the money. That. You need oh. to get a credit card. Um, you know, we do not advocate going into any amount of debt for you to have a successful business. That is not Absolutely necessary not. in any stretch of the imagination. And actually it can be harmful. Mm. It can be harmful because once you go into survival and you go into that place where you are stressed about making that money back, what do you think you're doing? (laughs) You're actually shutting yourself down from being in that 
alignment to go out and make the money. So it can actually harm your ability to go out there and, and make money. Yeah, absolutely. Same with payment Sorry, plans. If, you, if you're stressed about making your payments on a payment plan, then you need to scale back because you're not ready for that level program yet. Um, it's You don't have to jump in and pay for, you know, the full thing straight away. I get told all the time by coaches that I work with that I don't charge enough, that I should be at least double what I'm charging. But I'm not, I'm not there yet. Like I don't feel the need to be there and it's not in my, my vision. So I don't want to do that. Um, but it's the same with your own investments, starting small and working up from there and not fearing small investments. Like I really want to stress this, like don't fear those small investments in your business because one, like, yay, you get to claim it back on your tax. So it's always great. Um, and two, even if it's not the experience that you thought you were going to have, you're still going to learn something from whatever it is that you've invested in. Yeah. Uh, you can sit there all day looking towards that $2,000 a month mastermind thinking I should be there. I should be there. I want to be there. I want to be there. And your focus is entirely there. You're putting yourself into nervous system stress. You're putting yourself in that repellent energy, that resistant receptivity to anything good working or the good money working its way into your life. While you're staring over there, there could be an investment really close to you within reach that will help you create more money so you can take another step to that $2,000 investment. This is about honoring where you're at and taking those progressive, those intentional and deliberate and progressive steps towards you towards where you want to go. That is where we all start. The $2,000 mastermind isn't necessarily the magic pill that's going to <laughs> In transform cases, your business. No, it won't be. <laughs> but, you know, mm. um, that's a, another topic of discussion. But I, I just yes. want to talk about the simplicity of earning $5,000 a month in your business. Now, I can talk on my high horse here, I suppose. I'm going to sound like a bit of a douche for saying this, but $5,000 a month is easy. It's not complicated to earn $5,000 a month in your business. And when you establish the purpose and the mission behind everything and you create a customer journey and your own signature transformation, you could easily earn $5,000 a month, really quite simply. Yes. So I didn't say anything in that gap because I wanted that to land. And what I want to say to this now is that if you feel a heaviness and again, that clenching in your solar plexus, that's a really strong signal that you aren't yet ready to move forwards to the 10K a month. Oh yeah, that's why I start with five <laughs> because sometimes yes. people like want 10K months or more, but they haven't yet mastered consistent $5,000 months. And that's terrifying for me because that means to me that they don't have the foundations in place. So rather than just jumping in and investing in coaching or, you know, a big program, um, have a look at the structures that you've actually got to earn $5,000 a month in your business first, because that's where it's really going to be important. So $5,000 a month will look different for everyone, depending on what it is that you 
do and you offer, your price point obviously is going to make a big difference. If you have a $5,000 coaching program, you know, you only have to sign one client up a month and you have $5,000 a month. That's easy. Um, If you are selling smaller ticket or micro offers, then of course there is a bit more intensity behind the numbers and those sorts of things. But it's still a simple process. It's not a complicated thing. The, The thing I see that most people struggle with when it comes to this is they, well, they tell me, they're like, I can't attract a new audience. I'm not growing my audience. But it's, that's just the symptom of the issue. It's not actually the root cause of the issue. The root cause of the issue is they don't have the conviction and that self-assuredness to actually project their content out into the world in a way that magnetizes people. So it's not that they can't attract people. It's, it is, is something else. And I usually scream it from the rooftops. Like my branding process is the first level of anything that every single person needs to do. Because when you understand what it is that you do, who you're here for, how you're going to get that out into the world, and you absorb that and you channel that and you really live and breathe that energy of your personal brand, then you do become magnetic and you can attract more people into your universe. I know this is kind of a different subject um, and we're not here to talk about branding and social media today, but honestly, I feel like that's one of the big things that holds people back is they feel like they're showing up on social media all the time, but something's not landing and something doesn't feel right. They're not attracting people. It all comes back to how you're projecting yourself out subconsciously, consciously, however that is for you, that's the only thing. Like I know when I say I've got spaces available or something like that, like I have no doubt in my mind that that's going to get filled. And that is just that level of self-assuredness because I know that I get results and I know I have these amazing things that I do for my clients and the artwork and all of the branding and things. I have no issues with that. But I know a lot of people that I work with, when I ask them to have that level of conviction, they really struggle with that. I can relate to that as well. So I can share a personal story here that I was tagged into a post just this morning asking who favorite astrologers were generally who are your favorite astrologers I was tagged into that and I went and stalked all the other people that had been tagged into it and the first thing that I noticed was that you can tell they're astrologers they're in ownership of it they're posting about it they're speaking of it with conviction they love what they do so I went and looked at my page and I went oh okay something's missing here So while I'm phenomenal at what I do and people will recommend me, I'm not attracting people because I am not absolutely powerfully radiating out onto the world what a phenomenal astrologer I am. Is this related to money? Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, this in itself should be another episode. (laughs) Yeah, it should actually be. We're getting a bit off track here. But uh, like this is a two-part process, that inner alignment – If you're an amazing healer, but you can't speak to the transformation that you offer, then there's going to be, there's no room for growth. There's no expansion room. Mm. So first part of this is actually opening up your own field to actually step out into the world. And then you can step outside of yourself and put yourself out there because this is what it takes. If you want to be in your own little bubble, I was talking with a client about bubbles the other day, if we're going to be in our own little bubble with concrete, like 
two meter concrete walls around that and expect to be able to put ourselves out there and make the money, then we're going to get stuck in ourselves, in our perspectives, in our energy, in our tangible movement forward in business. So there isn't a lot of alignment work that comes with money just to get off the ground and make that first $5,000. But that's where our focus should be. Stop looking at six figures and 10K months and all of that stuff, but ground yourself back in solidifying $5,000 months. And figuring out, getting really clear on how you want to make that $5,000. Well, honestly, I I say like, I'm going to have a different opinion on this with you, but I'm just like, my opinion is make the money so that you can then focus on how you want to project more of you into your business and how you want to change your programs and deliver things. There's, oh, what I mean, what I mean is, do you want to be a healer? Do you want to offer a course on something? Because what I find is a lot of clients come to me believing they want to offer something and through the mentoring process, something shifts. And I can use an example. One of my um, clients is a spiritual business coach and yeah, there was a, a bit of, um, there was a lot of energy to, to pull out of that. But we come to a point where she's putting a tarot course out there into the world because she loves tarot. She's really good at it and people are just walking towards her and the money's starting to flow in. So it's, I'm not talking about the, the big picture of, what you want to be doing in terms of courses and things. I'm talking about what do you want to make money doing? What do you want to make money doing? Because if you're out of alignment with that, there's little chance of being able to move forward and there's almost no chance of being able to expand that and increase your range of impact to make that that 10 figures, uh, sorry, 10 figures, 10,000. It's so okay to start small. Like, um, I was talking to a friend last night and we were like talking about how when I first opened my digital marketing agency and I got a, my first $500 a month client and I'm like so pumped for that um, you know, and, and how things have changed since then. Um, and that was, you know, two, two years ago. Um, it's, it's just okay to start small and grow your conviction and you don't have to have the perfect program to launch with you don't have to be in full alignment to start making money um i feel like that stuff you're talking about with like the tarot course that comes over time but you can't be not making money during that time to support your growth and and yourself in your business so like it's okay to have a pivot when you finally realize and you go oh actually that's not really what I want to be doing I do want to be focused more in this direction like that's the magic of us being multi-dimensional amazing creators in this world is that those pivots are totally fine but that focus on and I know this sounds really rigid, but you want to run a business. So create a product or an offer that's actually going to make you money straight up is so important to give you that foundation. And and as you're working with people, you're having, you know, those successes, whether it's in healing or, you know, um, readings or coaching, whatever it is, then you can start looking at the ways that you want to shift that into your true existence. Yes, and getting the money flowing in. If you're at a couple hundred dollars a week and the money's just not flowing in, then 
that is where we can look at the things that I was just talking about with that. What's that slight adjustment that needs to be made so that things can start moving forward? I was watching a video by Stephen Forrest, who's a legendary evolutionary astrologer, and he shared, I think it was a Vedic saying, that once you open the flower, the bees will come. Now, I'm not totally um, aligned with that in terms of business, but energetically, if you're clamped down, you're closed off, you're not loving what you're doing, you despise going out there saying that you do something like Reiki or you're resistant to going out there and sharing your message, then an adjustment needs to be made where you can go out there and you can be open about what you share. Now, that adjustment doesn't necessarily mean you have to change from doing Reiki to something else. That means we have to look at why you don't feel open to going out there. And I can say this is work I've done on myself. So I've been here. I've been in exactly that position going, why the fuck is this not working? It's because I was trying to do something that I honestly didn't want to share. Ultimately, I was good at it, but I didn't Mm. want to share. So this is where what I mean about the adjustment needs to be made. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that that can come. But I just want to give everyone that sense of faith, no matter what you're doing right now, with some tweaks, you can have a really comfortable business. And I I look at $5,000 a month and I just think, you know, that's not much either. Um, Especially if you're a single human, single income, that's not a lot to live on at all uh, in any way, shape or form. And I know there's so many people who are looking at that and wanting to achieve that. And I just want to give you absolute faith that it's going to happen. And once you shift into having a really good product that you want to sell or get out there and offer and you're excited by it, that energy will feed into magnetizing people into your world and it'll happen. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not an advocate for quantum leaps. I think that is just a a marketing term that's been used to sell programs and trying to lure people in and say, you can go from zero to six figures and it's going to be easy. Um, That's not necessarily the case. This is about starting from honoring where you are now and then taking those steps, 5,000, and then going, right, I've got these really strong foundations going to 10,000. So how can we help you reach that $5,000 a month. I have clients coming to me earning a couple hundred dollars a week and they're doing phenomenal things where we've made some adjustments and the bigger dollars are coming in and bills are being paid. This is the magic that we need to experience as we're moving from what could be zero up to 5,000. It gets to feel exciting and it gets to feel fulfilling. We don't want this to be an absolute slog to 5,000 and then you're going, how the fuck am I going to do the next five? Like this isn't what this is about. This is about you feeling really good mm-hmm. as you move forward to that 5,000. Yes. Yeah. So I guess to round off the conversation, you know, we've talked about having a look internally at how we feel about earning money the structures that we can put in place to start earning money and telling you that it's okay to invest small and not have to jump into these big programs or get in debt. Like we do not want that at all. The whole theme of today is just knowing 
in my opinion, this is how I'm feeling about it, is that if you feel like you can't afford that next program that you need, then shift your perspective on how you can actually work to achieve that. Like that's the thing I want to leave you with is that you can get there and you can afford it. It just needs a little bit of a shift in what you're putting out into the world and and you'll earn that to be able to invest so that you can go to that next level and, and do the, the things that you want to do within your business. But yeah, be wise about the decisions you make. If you really want to do something, say you want to come and do Elevate with us for $111 a month and you decide, well, I can't afford that. I'm not, there's no space in my life to be able to put the money towards that. That's a decision. Or saying to yourself, wow, I want to do that $111 a month. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to sell an extra session a week so this can happen. You need, that's a decision too. So yes. being really clear on the quality and the tone and the direction your decisions are taking you in. Because ultimately, if you really want to do something, if you really, really want to do it and you're ready to commit to it, you have the power to find the way. You do. And as Em said. And it you, can feel good. Yeah. It feels good. It feels Come good. and join us in Elevate. We would love to have you part of our beautiful community of souls that we are offering a crazy amount of coaching for for just $111 a month. It is something that we're so passionate about giving these beautiful women this leg up you know with such a small investment um because you know we're sending that out into the universe and the results have been crazy uh the stuff that people have achieved that have been part of our our um, membership has been fantastic and you know it's something i urge you to as a small investment in yourself it's monthly you don't jump in for a full 12 month commitment or anything come and taste it come and have a feel come and join us and see how it feels because we would love to have you part of that yes and we're having a retreat in april on the sunshine coast of australia so anyone who enrolls between now and then did i say april i meant march i meant yeah, march. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah i I meant much. So, well, that's next month. But anyone who joins us in the next month will also have an invitation to this retreat, amazing experience that we're putting on. So 111 a month, we're keeping it low intentionally for those of you who do want to get to that 5,000 and for those of you who are ready to move beyond. We'd love to see you there, honestly. If you love this conversation, then you really do belong there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you guys on the next episode. 